You are listening to Switch Flicks, the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm here with my Disney princess. Hi, Sam. You know, I am writing my own uh, <laughs> Disney story. Are you? It's a gender-swapped version of Frozen about two okay. brothers. Okay. I call it Brozen. Nice. Uh, <laughs> it's got the great song, Let It Bro. Let It Bro. Let It Bro. <laughs> Let It Bro. Yeah. Today, we are reviewing Frozen 2. The rules of the podcast are simple. Hi, someone I review something. One of us has to love it. One of us has to hate it. And who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate? The coin of fate. The coin of fate. The catch is that at any point in the debate, we can call switch to change positions. So if you loved it, you now hate it. If you hated it, you now love it. But before we review the movie, we have to tackle the age-old question of who is the better princess, Elsa or Anna? I'm now about to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, you're team Elsa. If it lands on tails, you're team Anna. Here goes nothing. Heads, you're team Elsa. Even if Elsa didn't have her powers, she would have power over me. Elsa, she is the princess. The princess that represents Disney. The princess, not of the past, but of the future. She is the princess that will take us into a new era. Princess of the future? I looked at her and I said, what Elsa? You know, what Elsa has she got? She's got nothing new. The real princess, the real hero of the Frozen movie is Anna. She is the hero. She's the one who goes on the adventure. She's fun. She's bubbly. She's smart. She's funny. She's got... Boring. She's got nothing. What is she doing, Anna? She's just like bland. Bland Anna. Banana. Flambana. (laughs) Hey, you want to pun? I can pun too. None of those were puns. Those were rhyming (laughs) words. You don't seem to understand what puns are. No. Okay. So let me talk about Elsa. She is a cold... Frigid woman. She's a shrew. How dare you speak that way about her just because she has this power? See, the problem with Disney and movies today is that there are these these misogynistic, uh, small-minded men like you who look at a woman who is powerful and just try to knock her down. That's what the movie does. They put her in a prison of her own home that she chooses. A woman must have agency, and that's what Anna has. Oh, yeah. I like your little uh, pivot over there. A woman has to have agency. Of yes. course she has. And that's what, she, that's what she's doing the entire film. She is taking her life into her own hands, and she is protecting her sister, her poor, weak normal, bland sister. She has to protect her sister from herself. She is not taking control. She, at first, you know, decides to live in a prison, and then when she escapes, she decides, okay, I'm going to live for myself. She goes away, does not care about the people. The true hero is Anna. Switch! The true hero of this movie (laughs) is Elsa. You know, she represents the modern woman headstrong and the world has imprisoned her telling her that she needs to hold on to her emotions to her power but no no she will let it go, will let it go. she will make the world her own you know what the problem is with elsa and i'll tell you this and i'm sorry i'm not trying to be prejudiced or racist but she's a freak a freak of nature all right the humanity is for humans not for these uh overpowered uh mutants Okay, what we got with Elsa here is a mutant in the guise of a pretty young princess. 
Disney princesses all all about magic and that's what Elsa is. Anna is nothing she falls in love with the guy the first time she meets him on the first day. She that's all she cares about. Because her heart is open. She's pure. She's looking for love. She's looking for someone to just to just to connect to and meanwhile she, Elsa's just freezing everybody she, and pushing everybody away. She is desperate for love she is is that why you relate to her she is, is telling, that why you relate to her she i don't okay i did it to elsa i am cold my heart <laughs> is made of ice okay anna on the other hand is a terrible role model to young girls saying that they need to find prince charming they need to find love and that's all that they're good for no she is realized she realizes the error of her ways later on when he reveals himself <laughs> but still people have to make mistakes in order to understand what life is all about but here's the thing that you're not understanding about anna she doesn't have the powers that her sister has she doesn't have the ability to create is she anna elsa has like world changing powers she can literally kill everybody Exa- in the world exactly. if she wanted to she is dangerous okay meanwhile anna doesn't have any of that but she's the one who has heart let's talk about the songs elsa has let it go the anthem of the youth what song does anna have is she she has a few like n- no chart busters nothing she doesn't need any song she doesn't need to lull you into a sense of complacency I mean, like like elsa does this is this is a disney princess they need to have songs all the great disney princesses have songs anna's songs are all run of the mill they're boring nobody remembers any of them saw so- any of those songs let it go okay. Oscar, what other song? What Oscar other song? What song. other song besides "Let It Go" does Elsa have? Into the end. No, <laughs> well, that's from, from the new movie. Frozen <laughs> two, same princess. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Elsa gets all the big chartbuster big yeah, songs. Yeah, she's spoiled, all right? She's always getting spoiled. They're always giving her everything. They're giving her all the powers. They're giving her all the big songs. They're Switch. giving her, oh, they're giving her not enough. They're not giving her enough things. She is more talented than Anna could ever even hope to be. Elsa can carry that entire movie on her shoulders and not Anna, break a sweat. Anna is played by Christian Bell. What a wonderful, versatile actress. She is funny. She can sing. Who plays Elsa? Idina Menzel? Uh, Adele? What's even her name? Nobody even knows her name. Because she disappears into the role. Don't you understand how this works? You're not supposed to recognize the actress who is voicing her. And there's your problem. Is you're sitting there all swooned by Kirsten. Kirsten, Kristen, whatever her name is. Christian Bell. Whatever. Doesn't matter, all right? The point is that you, my friend, have fallen into a pit trap of your own making by mentioning the actress because you're not supposed to think about the actress anymore. You're supposed to be just taken by the character. And that's what I am. I am taken. Okay, well, I guess that brings us to the natural conclusion of this first debate. Uh, do, do, who, who do you really think is a better princess, Anna or or Elsa? I like Anna. You like Anna? I like you Anna do? better, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I feel why? like she's kind of the hero of these yeah. movies, to be honest. Yeah, I like Olaf. Uh, well, he's. I a, don't care. He's not a princess. That does. He's a princess in my heart. Uh, I really like Anna. I think she's adorable. She's cute. She's bubbly. She's my kind of girl. The kind of girl yeah, I would fall yeah. in love with. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Elsa, I wouldn't like. You know, she's like the sister of the kind. I of girl don't know. I don't know. I I like I like Elsa. I think Elsa is complex. She's got these powers that she doesn't know what to do with. She's yeah. protecting her own sister. To a fault because she really doesn't want to hurt anybody. You know, she has a lot of responsibility on her shoulders. She's mm-hmm. a strong, independent woman. Okay. 
I feel Which like, is what I feel about you as uh, well. And that's why you. I like you so much. Thank you. Because you're a strong, independent woman as well. Yeah. I, I used to be a man. Then I got <laughs> then I got kissed by a magical a frog? frog. Yeah. <laughs> Turned into a princess. Did that frog have a name? Yes. What was it? Omar. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now let us get into the meat of this debate and review Frozen 2. But first. Let me do my panted one-breast synopsis with this lengthy synopsis that you've shared. Here we go. King Agnar of Arendelle tells a story to his young children, Elsa and Anna, that their grandfather, King Runyard, established a treaty within the tribe of Northolter by building a dam in their homeland, the Enchanted Forest. However, a fight occurs resulting in Runyard's death. The battle enrages the elemental spirits of earth, fire, water, and air of the forest. The spirits disappear in a wall of mist traps everyone in the Enchanted Forest. Runyard's son, Prince Agnar, barely escapes due to the, hel- due to the help of an unknown savior. When Elsa hears a mysterious voice calling out to her, she follows it and unintentionally awakens the elemental spirits, which force everyone in the kingdom to evacuate. Now, Elsa, Anna, and Olaf go on an adventure to set things right by discovering the truth about the kingdom's past. Huh. Good job. And some to spare. Yeah. That wasn't bad. You should have sung it. <laughs> I'm now about to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, you love Frozen 2. If it lands on tails, you hate Frozen 2. Here goes nothing. There we go. Heads. All right. You love Frozen ah, 2. it's easy. So there's a song that uh, everybody's really uh, gotten to know uh, with uh, Frozen 2. I mean, it's everywhere now, right? It's uh, it's called uh, Into the Unknown. It's a beautiful track, really uplifting. It's full of mystery. And uh, the thing about it is that I would say that it is not that appropriate for this movie. Because going into the movie, you're not going into the unknown. You're going in knowing that it's going to be one of the best freaking movies of the year. And I was so happy that I got to enjoy Frozen 2. Nothing like it. Uh, There's another song (laughs) that I thought of when I saw you watching that movie. Okay. Uh, It goes something like this. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. That's a good song. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. That's what I saw. You were sitting right next to me. When I saw you enjoying this movie. This movie is a cheap knockoff of Frozen. It has no reason to exist. It does not have a story to tell. I'd say that it has a billion reasons to exist. And it has a... How... What do you mean it doesn't have a story to tell? It has a relevant story to tell that is talking about so many so many important elements that reflect on today's society. You're talking about nature. You're talking about uh, colonialism. You're talking about sisterhood. You're talking about inner strength. So much. Frozen 1 was its own movie. It has its own story. It had a beginning. It had a middle. It had an end. And th- there did not need to be any more. Because the movie was such a success, they had to make Frozen 2 and try and find some kind of story to tell where there was none. So they create this mythology that doesn't exist. It was just boring. It was rich. It was expanding on the previous mythology that was already laid out. It was expanding on the groundwork that had already been established. And guess what? When they made Frozen 1, 
one, they definitely thought to themselves, hey, if this is successful, we might make a second. Do you think that they're sitting there pouring money uh, into a into a pro- into a project without thinking about potentially making a second one? They should have listened to themselves and just let it go. <laughs> let it be as it was. It did not need to be messed around with, right? This movie is a tangled mess. I was a sleeping beauty yeah. the whole time. Look, all I can tell you is that this movie was way more necessary than something like Toy Story 4, for example. <gasps> <laughs> you know, the fourth, the fourth, uh, you know, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, version, the, four, the fourth version, this is the tell. second, and it's expanding upon it, taking the characters that we know and love and letting them, you know, try new things and, 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 and and you know explore uh, other aspects of that world so many of the characters are forced into the movie even though they have no story to tell for example swen or olaf like they start their kind of pretend journeys but they don't really have one but let's mostly talk about the songs the songs in this movie don't compare anything to the songs of frozen frozen one i was humming two of those songs repeatedly ever since uh ever since the movie uh, ever since we left the movie and besides that what i really love about the songs is that they also have a version that is played by different famous uh you know bands and singers i love that duality i it, love having that those two it really versions. says something when those versions of the songs are Lost better than the, the words the musical version of the songs aren't very good the lyrics are bad into the unknown is just a worse version you of talentless hack let it go <laughs> <laughs> well, I just mean, because you can't come up with music that will enchant and 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 it is so just easy because to come that, up with music you know? that will enchant, okay? Enchanting music, oh, right? and it oh. isn't the world so nice. Yeah. I can turn everything to ice. Nice. <laughs> I, there, I just I just came up with. Yeah. Well, that's up. not bad. Okay, but you know what? That, Here's that a song would... that'll make you giggle and laugh. My name is a snowman called Olaf. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. I thought you were gonna rhyme giggle, and then I got really nervous. Oh. So anyway, <laughs> as we were saying. Yes. Is that the thing about the songs in this is that they knew what worked about the first movie. All right? They knew that the songs were big hits, so they leaned into it. And the frequency of the songs is higher because we want more music. Not only that, but it's self-aware, so they have different styles of music. Switch. And what do you need all these different styles of music for, huh? I mean, honestly, it's like it's making fun of itself. All right. The fact is they crammed it full of music because that was a cheap and easy way to pass the time. All they did this time around was take a formula that made them a lot of money and try to repeat it without caring about the substance of the story. Oh, they this try- movie has so much substance. Like Let's, what? Like the what? The message this movie is about colonialism. It's about the <laughs> it's about the environment. It is about sisterhood. It is about traveling. It's about pants. It's about <laughs> sisterhood of the traveling, <laughs> traveling pants. pants. Listen, man, all right? Clearly they couldn't decide on any one theme. So they just tried to just do all the themes and none really well. They started off talking about the you know the environment and nature and nature rising up and and causing mm-hmm. g- a trouble in uh, in the land and you know what for a moment there I was like oh that's interesting they're going to tackle global warming they're going to tackle uh you know really re- an important uh, theme that's 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 relevant to everybody now. And yeah. no, they did nothing with it. They did absolutely nothing. They just dropped the ball. They tried to tackle so colonialism. It went nowhere. It just became that there's no there is no antagonist. It's just a, a forest. 
right? And what a refreshing idea to not have an antagonist, right? To say that the antagonist is ourselves and our journey to becoming better. This movie is self-aware that it doesn't have an antagonist. In the beginning, they play charades, right? And villain is one of the words because they know this movie doesn't have a villain. Switch, switch, switch. They know that this movie doesn't have a villain, so they have to try and, you know, cram in all these other fight sequences for no reason there is nothing that like there is no clash between people the antagonist is already dead even before we the movie starts we have enough clashes between people these days all right we have enough negativity and problems and fights and arguments that's what kids are seeing all around them look this movie is meant to give kids a sense of inner strength and a sense of a bond between each other that's what it no, does it all, empowers it doesn't empower all it did was tell me that my granddad was probably a terrible person that's not <laughs> empowering to kids that's a terrible message to kids your grandpa sucks no <laughs> that is not a good message look without going into spoiler territory i'll tell you something the fact is that this story is not about having a single bad person or a single antagonist and trying to do away with them like a normal Disney film would be. The the previous Frozen tackled Disney princesses in a way that no other uh, Disney film had done at that point. It empowered uh, the Disney princess and it made it so that the Disney princess doesn't have to fall in love with uh, you know the prince and, and, yeah. and swoon and all of that. This one, this film, does away with the villain. Because they are daring, they are forward-thinking, boring, and they are edgy, backwards, and they they know that there's a bigger story, and you there know, is no bigger a, it's story. It's not just about a singular. There villain. is no bigger story. They keep talking about empowering women, but like at the end, Anna gets saved by the prince, who she's trying to get. You know, I'm not going to spoil it, but she does. Well. That's what happens. Right, Elsa needs to be saved. Everybody is a damsel in distress. No, Everybody no, man. And this is the saved. other thing: is that the characters in this film are so delightful and they're so so they're just they're, they've taken them to the next level you know Olaf just hilarious no. absolutely witty so much fun Olaf every scene that he was is in is so annoying and grating no. and he's cheap merchandise material that's all he is he's like the new how minions can you, how can you fault them for merchandising this is this is you know hey, I don't have any problems with, no problem with merchandise I'm just you, saying you, oh, you've got like half the merchandise of, of toy stories yes but this is different because I his purpose is clearly merchandising and that's all that he's there for I, can, I, I, I absolutely disagree with you there's a scene in this film where he recaps yeah. the first and this is not a spoiler but there's a scene where he recaps the first Frozen and it is one of the funnest parts of the whole movie he you know has why? his comic relief he's really funny he's delightful he's fun and he propels the story and there's a really it heartbreaking is, sequence near the end which I won't, I is, won't describe but you know he's involved in some really emotional stuff that sequence that you talk about is the best part of the movie because he's redoing Frozen 1 and all it did was remind <laughs> me how good Frozen 1 was compared to Frozen 2. That's the only reason that scene is great because of the connection we have to Frozen 1 and how much better it is than this movie. Absolutely not. And then the best part of Frozen 2 is Frozen 1 that they redo within the movie. Absolutely not. What they're doing over here is that they're connecting the stories together, right? They're reminding people what Frozen 1 was about in order to move forward and carry on with Frozen 2. Uh, yeah, it was yet another enjoyable sequence in the film. Like the music, like the characters, and oh my God, the animation was stunning. <laughs> 
<laughs> the animation was cheap CGI. You know what? New Disney animation movies do not have the charm of the old hand-drawn animation. Oh the yeah, because you the can princesses. sit there and sell draw. How much? You know. You know you, what? You, I think Disney has the money. This movie made a billion so, dollars. I think they can sit and draw. Get the beautiful hand-drawn animation again. Of, of why are you living in the past, buddy? Movie. Why are you living in the past? All right. Why don't we just? Why don't we just get in our our, our you know those bicycles that have the one big wheel and the one little wheel? Why don't we just get on those and 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 you know uh, bicycle away, huh? Why don't we get on a choo-choo train with the coal and and and, and pollute the environment as well? Huh? What are you talking why don't we, about? Why do we talk <laughs> to each other on one of those like phones with like the wire, you know, the wire phone that's connected with like the the you know the the one that's got like you have to hold the receiver and the earpiece separately, yeah. okay. you know, like those. You know, or we talk like I'll call you, and but it'll go through like one of those, uh, you know, uh, can uh, you know one of those operators? They're like operator, can you put me through to, to high some? Because he's living in the past. CGI animation really does not age well, is all I'm saying. And hand drawn animation is so much prettier, and the animation in this isn't up to snuff to even other Disney movies like Toy Story Four. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story Four, you will forever hold that <laughs> above any other film. Yes, ever. Yes, I will. Toy Story 4, it's great, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. Switch! Toy Story 4 isn't just great. <laughs> yes, it I, is life-changing. That's not a switch. Right? I did. You're I supposed to go negative. Great. <laughs> I switched. <laughs> okay, I'll change. Toy Story 4 <laughs> is so great that it makes all other movies <laughs> look bad. Right? Okay. Frozen 2, Fair. for example, <laughs> just does not fare well. Uh, it is just... It's you know Frozen Two is Frozen in time. It's Frozen One all over again, uh-huh. right? There's nothing new there, right? You know, like this is every snowflake is different. Yes, this isn't. This is the same stuff all over again. The same kind of music, and it does not capture the magic of the first. Okay, well, I guess we have reached the natural conclusion of this debate. Tell me, uh, good sir, what do you actually think about Frozen Two? It was okay. Um, I didn't love it. Uh, I didn't hate it. Uh, I do prefer Frozen 1. I think the music isn't uh, too memorable. The story wasn't either. Um, but it's a good time. You know, Princess okay. Disney. I like Disney. I mean, that's the thing is that, is that like, uh, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I there, there were some people that were saying that the, the songs weren't weren't as good as the first. And sure, I guess, I guess you know, I, I wasn't, uh, you know, the, the songs of the first, got you know were shoved down your throat repeatedly they were everywhere yeah and so it became a little bit overwhelming so i can't i don't have the the perspective to judge anymore about the first the the first movie but i actually did enjoy the songs of the second i think what happened with the first was some of the songs specifically let it go and do you want to build a snowman kind of become became these cultural phenomena right the first Frozen movie didn't actually make a lot of money. Like, I mean, it was a decent opener, but then over time, people kind of kept watching it and watching it yeah. specifically because of the songs, and it became a huge deal. Yeah. So this movie kind of starts already with all the expectations and all the kind of the fanfare of the songs, uh, and so there's a lot of pressure in making. But this, that's true. I mean, so that's thing, a right? fair point because I mean, it's not easy to follow up a massive hit like that. You yeah. Know? Like the pressure is on. I can only imagine how tough that must be, but. The fact is that to follow up on like a billion d- 
dollar grossing movie is no small feat. And yeah. you know, this this Frozen Two's been doing really well. You know, it's been yeah. it's been it's been doing well uh, in the in the box office. It's been do, it's been pretty uh, decent. The one thing that I will say though is that I really didn't like that it pulled its punches when it came to all of these different messages. There was yeah. it started off with a message about you know. Uh, the environment and then it just went nowhere then there was a message about you know colonialism and it also went nowhere but there was an interesting twist which yeah. you know I won't reveal but that was that was there and I was like okay I appreciated that that, that was there and yeah okay these are kind of a bit heavy uh, themes if you think about it but you know kids can understand that it's it's a little it's a strange film Right, it's kind of experimental in its kind of structure because it's a bit it, scattered. It doesn't have a traditional structure because, like we talked about, it does not have a traditional antagonist. Right, they're just kind of trying to figure out a mystery, and that's kind of the driving force of the whole, whole film. And because there's no antagonist, there aren't particularly things that they're kind of against or holding them back, and so that makes the structure kind of uneven, especially when it's a hero's journey kind of film like this. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of bold that they actually tried to do this in the first place uh, because, you know, this is such a big movie. That but they why, would, why would they do that? Like, why wouldn't they have a singular, uh, you know, uh, yeah. antagonist that, that, that could embody? Uh, I feel know? like I haven't read up too much on this, but I feel like they were trying to do something specific. Like they do talk about the villain thing. Like I, I, yeah. I went home and I remembered that this. Yeah, like they mentioned the, that. Yeah. Charade's thing is villain and this movie doesn't have a villain and yeah. maybe they're trying something out here. I don't know what it was. I don't know how successful it was uh, either. I, I'll tell you this, even Frozen 1, I like Frozen 1 better than this. Uh, one of my, uh, not one of my more, not, I don't think it's one of the best Disney princess movies. Like I prefer Tangled and Moana out of like the modern yeah. lot over Frozen. Um, and I'm you know big fan of Disney princess <laughs> yeah. movies in general. So, uh, yeah, you do model yourself after several Disney princesses, generally speaking. I mean, morally, yes. Uh, you know, in terms of your life choices, yeah. I hate the white man like Pocahontas. <laughs> uh, I prefer to be. No, I pretend to be the man in my family like Milan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I smell like fish, like Little Mermaid. <laughs> so yeah, I do model myself over many of the Disney princesses. So. Overall, and you're frigid, like <laughs> <laughs> like Elsa. Uh, so overall, I would say it's fun. You know, if you have young kids, definitely take them to watch it. Would you watch it again? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm out. I wouldn't like. I have never. I I to be fair, I I didn't really rewatch. Yeah, Frozen. It was not like, you know, it wasn't like exciting or you know. But I can understand how phenomenal it was for for kids and everything this one i don't think will be as memorable yeah uh but uh but it was okay how many uh how many uh frozen snowball uh how many how many olaf carrot noses would you give this film like a 6.8 six it's a very specific 6.8 6. 8. and how do you how are you rating that what's your carrot comparison noses? yeah like oh. Compared to what, what carrot noses, <laughs> like are you? Because like for me, I have to think about this in terms of how it compares to other Disney films, yes. and also how it compares to the first. Yes, right. I am not particularly comparing it to anything. It's just what kind of time that I had at the cinema. It's very forgettable. Like I don't remember most of. But this it wasn't. Movie. It wasn't unenjoyable. It wasn't unenjoyable. Like, exactly. As we were watching it, it was entertaining. Yeah, 
I, I wasn't, I never thought to myself, oh, there's something wrong here. But once it was done, it was kind of, except for those songs, I did enjoy those I songs. think once it hits a seven, like to me, that means like, oh, this is good. Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, why it's a little bit so under. And so it's just a little bit less that, than that. But it's also not a 6.5 where it's like, <laughs> ah, it's kind of above average, you know? Uh, I, you know, I will agree with you yeah. and I will join you in the 6.8 yeah. rating. Uh, yeah, so so let's uh, let's call it a 6.8 Carrot Olaf Noses. Thank you for listening to Switch Flicks. If you loved or hated the show, please do rate, comment, and subscribe. It really helps to grow the podcast and the community. And see you soon. Nicole doesn't bother me anyway. <laughs>